shouldn't have heard. I, we can't pay for it, so that that was my cover of it. <laughs> it's Pride, and we can do what we want because it's June, and I don't <laughs> that care. gift of like move. I'm gay. You just have my gain down so low because all I do is yell. Correct. <sighs> it's okay. Let the let the. It's like it's like when people talk. It's like when, it's like I, when I talk loudly all the like time. When, no, it's like when I was gonna say it's like when people talk into a microphone, but that's what we're talking about. <laughs> um, it's like when people have a handheld and they scream like they have it right against their face and they're screaming into it and it's like no 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 the, the technology does it for you you don't you don't have to yell uh this segues into my my funny story so i just got back from miami and at one point we were eating boy, dinner boy are your arms tired and boy are my arms tired you were eating dinner we were eating dinner and uh at some point, someone mentioned Joe Rogan, and without even thinking, I rolled up my mask and put it against my face and went, Joe Rogan. <laughs> I hope you can hear me trying not to actually do a spit take. No, it's good. We There's also, like, screaming children outside my apartment right now, and I don't know how much of it I is coming through. I can't hear very much of it. No one, like, nobody got it, obviously, because no one is you. That is uh, uh, an unfortunate <laughs> truth. <laughs> It was such an impulse, too. Like, just all of a sudden, I had a rolled up mask in my face. Um, I was quite, have been was very quite free at work lately because one of the women who's my boss, um, you know, I have a very good friend who, uh, when we are stressed, will sing stuff. Um, and, like, it didn't used to be like that. It used to be more like the, Mr. Krabs, I have an idea. Or, like, you know, like, but, like, that, like, tonation. Um, and, uh, now I'll do it once in a while. And like, even my students would be like, you're so weird. Like, please stop. Um, <laughs> but I, this woman who's my boss does it. And I was like, oh, are we like, is this cool? Are we doing this? Because her, they have a lot of animals and social, Bailey is her dog. Um, and, uh, you know, so she'll go and I'll go back at her and like, we just hired a bus. Her and I are deep, deep in this now. I can't turn it off because it's fine to do it at work. Um, and we just hired a bunch of, like, 19-year-olds who are all like, what the fuck? Um, and uh, my other friend was visiting who also works at a farm, and she said they do it at her farm. And so we just went to the beach and were riffing about everything. Um Put my I put my you finger to, to my ear like a to, pop star is what you yeah. all missed. <laughs> you have to touch you have to touch the inner monitor and do only only gesture. if that's the intent. Like, mm. But like mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that Hannah Montana transition music like vibe. Whoa! <laughs> I never watched. You're too old for Miss Hannah Montana. Montana. Um, I'm a. Mean? I don't know if I'm a little too old or if it just wasn't my gig, but like. Yeah. No, I feel like you were definitely bingo bongo right right in there. Well, I guess it missed me then. Or that was the intention. That was the intention. There's a lot of noise I outside. really can't hear it very much. 
Um, do you want to share your news? Do you what is news there any do update I have? You bring I like to the table? honestly. So much has been happening that I have no oh. conception of anything anymore, which is both word incredible and also stressful at times. Uh, so when was the last time we recorded an episode? Bef- like two it can't have been two months. It feels like two months. It might have been because I recorded with Dan on April twenty oh third or April twenty first. So it was like early April for sure or late. Yeah, I think. And I we did a double April. header, so it's a double April. release. Mm-hmm. So I so yeah, everything so we, everything would have happened. Um, every single <laughs> right. thing has changed again. I don't know if you guys have picked this up. Uh, I'm having just as much fun as you are figuring it out. Everything in my life is in constant <laughs> chaotic uh, flow, which is both enjoyable and of my own making, and also exhausting. And I felt worn today so much has happened is always happening uh still dealing with everything else that was happening also horrific um anyway i'm not really going to tell you all anything but also everything in my life is different again um i have two jobs that i love but i'm working so much, uh, you know, make hay while the sun shines, which is is a saying. Right. But now I'm f- double full time in agriculture, so making hay while the sun shines. Um, and also, I feel like um, I feel like Carmen San Diego. Now I'm in a different location, um, another secret <laughs> locale. Uh, I moved again because uh, I am always moving, and it is extremely different from anywhere else I've ever lived uh, in a lot of ways and I am learning to live here uh, which is Mm. a challenge in and of itself it's also the first time I've moved and sort of stayed in the same place which is weird I've left anywhere I've ever been before if you'll excuse my uh, vagaries and mm-hmm. uh, also recently, people have started, because uh, I've been introducing myself to people a lot uh, because of all of that, and uh, people have started being like, wow, you've like you've been a lot of places and you've done a lot of things. And people have been telling me mm-hmm. that for a long time, and I was always like, no, I haven't, and now I, yes, I have, uh, especially for my age. I'm a... You know, I don't mean totally. to be like I'm an old, worn, weathered twenty seven, but like I've but you yeah, I am. I've been through in, in a, good, a good, way. good way and also not in a good way. Um mm-hmm. like I've mm-hmm. been through a lot. But I've yeah. also done a lot. Um and it's interesting to hear people say that about me and agree with it. So it's for the most part, uh now things are good. It's just re- really busy and I'm learning to figure you know learning just figuring it out I'm always figuring it out man I feel like every uh every single episode I'm like oh I'm just doing my best I'm figuring it out everything is like the whole time every year uh yeah I'd like to do an intro of great social and political import um is the Janis Joplin joke I've been saving for six weeks it's really spectacular I loved it thank you yeah that's all hi Um, my name is Haley I use they them pronouns I'm still doing my best Everything is different again, but uh, here we are. Uh, so my name is Jay. I use they them pronouns, uh, and I am an <laughs> I'm an objectivist, a musician, a teacher, a friend, a Mothra fan, a foot fetishist, and an extremely early packer, a brilliant discussion facilitator, and as far from a one trick pony as a person can get. Uh, thank you, Ileana, for that you have introduction. To do it again. Um, I it's can't do too it fast. Again. I couldn't understand you. I know because I'm embarrassed. This I know a very that you're nice embarrassed. Someone said um, about me on Twitter, and I think it was. Uh, I would like to hear it one more time, slower. I'm covering uh, my eyes. <laughs> thanks. Um, I am 
an objectivist, a musician, a teacher, a friend, a Mothra fan, a foot fetishist, an extremely early packer, a brilliant discussion facilitator, and as far from a one-trick pony as a person can meet. So that's who I am. Uh, That's my claim to fame, and uh, I appreciate it. And I appreciate all the love and support from all the people across all my communities. Um, but that's who I am. And so the kids, they're screaming. It's they're instead screaming. of the air horn, they're excited for you. Um, insert really that vine of uh, <laughs> relax, chill, stop screaming. <laughs> I have been thinking that since you texted it to me with the sunglasses emoji at the very end of it. I've been literally <laughs> mentally ticking that uh, constantly since you texted it to me the other day. Which I, I, think is so I funny. think about it often. Um, both stop in reference screaming. to others and myself. Uh, Relax. Stop, take a deep breath. Stop screaming. Stop screaming. And then the sunglasses is so funny. I love it. We'll vine is that good. That's, an, that's another classic Vine. Um, we're here. We're queer. And this episode is releasing on June 23rd. It's my brother's uh, birthday. Happy birthday. It's Ariana's birthday. Happy birthday. It's also Ariana's birthday. And Liana's birthday is right around then. Pew! Friends of Pod! Friends of Pod! The kids are the screaming for you guys, too. The cancers in our lives. Hello. The cancers in our lives. Crab people. You. Crab people. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm doing a crab. I'm doing a crab person gesture. Yeah. Crab Which really people, translate well in the, in the podcasting medium. Um, but the other thing that is coming up this coming weekend when you're listening to this, because you do listen on Wednesdays, you motherfuckers, if you're not listening on Wednesday, no kisses. Only people on Wednesday get kisses. I didn't. From me. Yeah, I didn't agree to that. <laughs> I That's why. <laughs> it's kissing season, baby. Not only is cancer season upcoming, it might be cancer season now, but it is also kissing season. But it is also, more importantly, the month of June, which is Pride Month here in the United States of America. What's up, people? This is when I would make a hand fart, but I'm trying not to be insensitive on our own podcast about being gay. <laughs> Um, so we have just a, a couple <laughs> different topics to talk about. I know we, oh, let me we are, look at my notes. I like, I'm just are, here to talk to you. We haven't spoken in weeks because I'm that busy. I know. It's okay. We are, we're trying to keep it together. Neither of us can really I'm not. stay up that late. And, um, Haley is not trying to keep it together. Today is, oops, today is dropped my pen o'clock. Um, it's June 11th. It's nine o'clock. They're screaming kids outside my apartment. And we're here to talk about pride, baby. It's dark and we're wearing sunglasses. It's dark and we're wearing sunglasses. I would give my left nut to be in Chicago right now. I'm going to marry the bean. Just to fully illustrate this to everybody, um, I took a raucous and irresponsible uh, beach trip when I didn't have time to, <laughs> but for the full hedonistic joy of it, which is... Uh, it's probably a deep sentiment about me, uh, the Sag, <laughs> but uh, my to visit my girlfriends, the sun in the ocean is what made me think about it. But um, got maybe the worst sunburn of my entire life, and my whole body is peeling like a snake. So if you are all missing a visual there, that's what you needed. I I love rebirth. I... Also, the Sag. Here I am. I am uh, also there was peeling for the. Done. I'm done in, in, interrupting you. Recreation hurt. I we can't pay for it, so that that was my cover of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's pride, and we can do what we want because it's June, and I don't <laughs> that care. That gift of like move, I'm gay. Yeah, exactly. Move, I'm gay. Um, also. Uh, there was another one. Now it's gone. It'll come back to me, and I'll just like say whatever pop culture reference I'm thinking of. Um, so yeah, I mean, I did a little bit of research on the acronym, the LGBTQ acronym. So I want to talk about that a little bit. Um, we were kind of talking, you know, a, 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 the most sort of common discourse you see online right now is about corporate pandering. The absolute washing. inundation of, like, email. I, I only yeah. get emails right now, and, like, 
I had I'm off socials for the time being and I hadn't even thought about I like missed out on all that like fucking advertising and mm. directed bullshit and like glad of that don't need that in my life don't miss it no no, no. and I, I think where where I would like to start is um I saw it I should start saving Did you say these things tweet? so I can I saw a TikTok actually, but I was good. I was we're we're getting there. I saw I've seen a bunch of tweets. Um, so this tick. This oh TikTok man, was, I'm not going to see any more tweets. That's okay. I see enough tweets for the both of us. <laughs> um, this TikTok was like, you know, corporate pride, blah blah blah. We hate it. We don't like it. Capitalism, boo. But also, isn't it nice to see everything in a rainbow? <laughs> And I was like, yeah, dog, it kind of is. <laughs> it's a little bit nice for everyone to be talking about you. Um, That's like, but and again, like, not very the nice. same thing I did. I'll say the same thing I said on our last Pride app. Uh, now that we have two Pride huh? episodes, uh, mm-hmm. if anyone was wondering, is that I am going to be a fun sucker about this. Uh, and I don't mean to be skeptical and standoffish, but I do it. I'm, oh, I'm going to be. Drop um, your feelings I'm not right gonna. Now. I'm no. I have. I'll do it when the time is right. But I also like am <laughs> not gonna. Uh... I was talking about somebody today about this this other like older person that I know, and they were like, "Oh, people don't really like her because she tells it like it is." And I was like, "People don't really like me because I tell it like it is." And like, I'm Word. not gonna lie about how I feel. Um, but I also think that if this is like if pride is for you. And you feel represented and included and, like, are so happy and joyful in that community. Go the fuck off and I support you every step of the way. I don't ever feel a part of any community. Um, See, it's great to riff sometimes. And, uh, you know, I I don't, and uh, because of my experiences in that, I'm hesitant to be like, yeah, the group! Uh, and also there are parts of it that are incredibly exclusionary within the larger inclusion, which is something I wanted to talk about, but like, I'm not going to lie. Uh, this is not my favorite thing. Uh, I don't have a lot of positive inclusive feelings about it, but if you do like you have my absolute full support and I, uh, you know, if pride is for you, hell yeah. Uh, and if you share my feelings, that's also cool. You don't have to be part of it. I felt bad about it for a really long time. I I have a lot of mixed feelings, especially as I've sort of um, radicalized, one might say. I've always been an individualist. That, is, sort of, that is true. I've, uh, I've been sort of moving in the direction of, like, militant individualism, um, but also can't stop talking about being trans all the time. Um, but it's always in the the context of like, I don't want my gender to matter, and I would love us to be in a world where um, pride can be a celebration. I think right now there is this. I think the weird and like you all know, you're my listeners, you're my friends. Um, I am not an anti-capitalist. <laughs> you might even say I'm a pro-capitalist. Uh, so I, I have mixed feelings about the corporate side of it. I really think that it has clouded a lot of conversation that our community should be having or can be having or would be having about pride. Um, I think that there's a lot of bad shit out there. I saw a tweet by, um, Mike Solana, who is a tech person, who is a gay man. Um, he tweeted like some side by side images of like, BMW USA with a pride logo and then BMW Middle East with no pride logo and he went through like six different companies and his entire like the only caption of his tweet was brave period um and it's like it's those sorts of questions and um Lambda Legal tweeted something today about how there are many corporations that have updated their logo or are quote-unquote celebrating pride but have also actively donated to political figures that are making 
efforts to sponsor bills or support bills or introduce bills that are anti-LGBTQ. And I think this, from a political standpoint, takes it takes me to the next level of like tokenization and representation and uh, not all queer, queer people are the same and not all of our communities want the same thing. There are a lot of queer people out there who hate trans people, so all those people can suck my asshole. Uh, but it's 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 so many sort of swirling things that come up, um, and so the the Lambda Legal tweet is retweeting corporate accountability action, and I have this saved, so I will link it. Um, five companies who sponsor major pride events also gave three hundred twenty four thousand two hundred and fifty dollars to anti LGBTQ lawmakers. That's something who actively I... sought to harm the community. So it's it's these questions of like we have to dig deeper and it sucks to have to do that when the people who support this corporations or like conservative gay people or gays for trump or whoever like just wanted to be a big party and i think a lot of people wanted to be a big party like it would be awesome to take a month off to fucking chill and not have to fight for 30 days and just celebrate and have a good time chill relax and stop screaming and have parties and be with our friends like some of my favorite queer dance parties um, are doing their first events since February of 2020 for Pride of this year. Like, there was a dance party I really wanted to go to. They sold out 400 tickets in five hours because they were or, – or less. I, like, I saw – the post at noon and went back to buy a ticket at five o'clock and they were completely sold out. So somewhere within five hours, they sold all of their potential tickets. Um, and so it's, it's a really at a, when I sort of internalize and am able to think quietly for more than two minutes, um, there are so many conflicting directions to go in, but I also really am like, what a fucking luxury that we live in a place where we get the opportunity to celebrate. And I, I think that sometimes that gets lost in some of the anti pride discourse. Cause I think we deserve it. I absolutely agree. And, uh, I was reminded of that perspective the other day because in, I both work with and then after, you know, it genuinely enjoy spending time with a lot of, older people both meaning Mm -hmm. like a little bit older than me middle-aged and genuinely like over 75 um i spend a lot of time with older people and uh some people that i know the other day uh we one of the kids we just hired is a dancer which is incredible um Mm -hmm. she's great um and i've had a a great time talking to her about that because i used to be a a dancer um, but so one of the older people we work with was talking about um, someone that they knew uh, that was a, a very serious full-time Broadway dancer, um, which is cool. Big shit sounded, it sounded like. Um, and uh, how in the 80s, and like my mom has said something similar to, to this too, but she doesn't talk about it very often. But like this person is, I think, 76 Um, And they were saying that, like, in the 80s, like, all, you know, because this person they knew was this Broadway dancer, uh, all of a sudden, like, everyone they knew was dead. Um, Mm. And that he was talking about the the similarities between uh, the AIDS pandemic and the COVID and how it was treated and handled in the government um, and things like that. Anyway, the whole point was he was saying that, like, and I not in a hateful way but only as a fact of this is what people thought uh mm-hmm. was saying that like yeah people didn't really you know handle it right away because they thought it was just like punishment for gay people they thought it was just like Word. punishment for being gay and not in a way with literally almost any feeling behind it but just neutrally as in reporting of like yeah people thought it was punishment for gay people and yeah. like i we shouldn't that needs to like we shouldn't forget about that too i absolutely agree with you like i'm not here to like be proud of me but i am here to be proud of us Mm. i was um we're uh i'm you know scrappy is my shit i'm here for 
being a survivor and surviving whatever it takes. So I recently met someone who is in the LGBTQ community uh, who doesn't talk about it as actively as I do. Not not a closeted situation, not an a shame. It's, it's nothing like that. It's just I am always comparing other people to myself and I am sort of always going on and on about my transness and my queerness. Um, and no, I've said on here, like it's that. my business. You know, people yeah, have exactly. different levels of privacy. And so um, the comment from this person, which I thought was really interesting and kind of took me by surprise and it's something like I, I would love to think and talk more about, but it was kind of um, in the middle of many other things happening, um, was that like, I was born gay. Like, there's nothing to be proud of. I'm not ashamed, but I'm also, like, it's it just is who I am, and it always has been, and I that's just how I feel. I, and I was like, that is a perspective I don't think I've ever heard before. And I think from, from like, I get it. Like, I get that. That's, I, 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 I would say, like, I often say, like, I don't feel proud, and I do feel a lot of shame about a lot of things being like my gender and sexuality is not one of them that's not something mm. i'm ashamed of um i feel a lot of shame about a lot of things and it fucks up my shit but like this is really isn't one of them at all um i do and i don't mean to argue with this person specifically or people who feel this way but i just noticed it and it's something i haven't heard in a long time but i noticed it in my body that like I was born gay, and, like, I don't, I feel neutral about it. I'm not proud. I totally, like, that is how I feel. But, like, I don't know if that was because of the big, like, born this way push thing, (laughs) which happened when I was a junior and senior in high school and trying to be as invisible as possible. And at that point, people were like, I, you, if you're a gay, you were born gay. And I was like, well, what if I might be gay, but I wasn't born gay? And, like, I don't know. And, like... I don't mean to yeah. argue that at all, but I noticed my body tense up when you say it, and that's a weird reaction, and I'm trying to, like, note things like that, and, like, ooh, our language is powerful. The way people used to say that was maybe not the best. Uh, yeah, because I think it was, it's the, the the contrast to, it's a choice and you can choose not to be. Yeah. Maybe. But, and it's it's the same, and I've, I've or sort it's, of like, this... I have, I maybe at least felt like if I wasn't already, can I shoot, you know, can I make that choice? And I feel like part of it is also like my gender discovery has also been very active work in thinking and writing and God, evaluating and reflecting. And so it's like, like I learned the word bisexual when I was 17 and was like, oh yeah, ding, ding, <laughs> got him. Um, but non-binary in particular, any sort of potential trans maleness, like, that's fucking work that I have to do. And so it it's, I feel like I'm more, it's always for me been like, yeah, I'm bi, I've always been bi, and like, yeehaw, party time. Um, but I definitely, as a trans person, seeing a lot of anti-trans rhetoric online, it's made me more powerfully trans. And I think that like, there are so many, small niche micro communities that I'm so grateful to be a part of but also I've been thinking a lot lately that if it came down between if it came down between choosing them and being trans in the trans community I would choose being trans any day of the week which is really hard a hard thing to think about choosing them and then sort of the what, the follow up point is like if I had to choose if I had to make them choose. Who, who is them? It doesn't, not important. Fine. I took choosing them as using them pronouns, which was why I was confused. Oh, no. A group of, a group of people. I, I see. A, another, like other communities. Sure. Um, not individual people. I, I appreciate that clarification. Oh, okay. I see. Okay. So if you had to, you know, pick an identity gun to your head. Yes, exactly. Cool. Terrible metaphor. Um, Sorry. No, no, no. I get it. And I appreciate, yes, that is a valuable clarification. Um, I thought you were asking for specifics, which I was not interested in giving nope, you. No, I was just confused as to what you meant. We are, we're now synced up here. Um, so, you know, the question of like, if I had to choose between, 
one identity, one community or another, I would choose being queer. Um, but I think the real question will come down to um, they are going to have to choose me or anti-trans rhetoric or anti-trans creators or people who are just asking questions. And I've, you know, I've, I've, I'm, I'm open about my feelings about a lot of things that I encounter online. And also like, you know, I could get off Twitter. I could stop reading Facebook comments. (laughs) Um, but I can't help it. I mean, I could help it if I made an effort to help it. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I like to see the venom, and then I can sort of craft an antidote I, from my particular perspective. Uninformed, but it's um, yeah. So it's 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 not the question of what I'm going to have to choose; it's a question of what the people around me are going to have to choose, and um, it's going to be a hard decision for them to make, and it's going to be a hard decision for me to deal with the fallout of that. That's what I like about um, queer. That's why that feels best for me, is yeah. because. Uh, again have been uh and have done so many different things confusing for me and confusing for other people uh that for the most part uh i feel most comfortable there because it covers a lot of my bases in a way that i don't feel comfortable with in more narrow categories yeah um some of which are Again, exclusionary categories. Um, however, uh, some of them are not. They're just more narrow categories that I don't feel a part of because I miss the space, I think, and the flexibility, uh, both in my description of myself to other people and also, like, my expectations of myself within my identity. I don't know. Like, I don't have to define it as hard, so it doesn't... It's cool. It just, like, it feels, you know, like... If the shoe fits, it just, it feels good. I don't know. That's it. That's the one. Y'all, everyone can shut up. It's pride. Straight people don't get to talk. Uh, Public service announcement, y'all. Google is free. Google is free. Um, We just came back from a seltzer pee break. Uh, (laughs) Also, if you're straight, you don't get to talk. Um, What I think is so funny uh, about life i mean well and then right that see my discourse brain is activated where i'm like well trans het people are allowed to talk but cis hip people aren't allowed to talk and then i'm like then i shouldn't differentiate because a hetero is a hetero and then i'm like jay shut the fuck up i'm lip that you're into discourse now because i've been into discourse for a long time and i have a bunch of books that i want to give you i mean yeah yes i will read those books but facilitation it's is to, cool. It's impossible to avoid when it's like there are two 12-year-olds on TikTok having an argument about kink at Pride. That's been the big thing. That's that's the only thing you've missed since you got off socials is kink at Pride discourse, but it happens every year, so I'm it sure you've seen exactly year. the same thing before. I wish Whatever. I was having sex. Don't go to fucking Pride if you don't want to see a man in assless chaps, and that can be okay. There are minor friendly and non-kink friendly events all over the goddamn town just go to them i don't care i don't want to cater to any more fucking baby ding-dongs whatever that all being said i've been to literally one pride parade uh because all of my friends i used to go to pride with with one specific exception who's not a listener to this podcast were all fucking prick assholes oh should Um, i tell the bad story again really fast yeah uh, for our I, new for our new listeners for our new listeners um if you want to hear Jay's initial reaction to this story uh which is i think dropping something and like hitting your head on the desk correct uh, out of shock is that um i've never been to a pride event and uh one time i asked uh an ex-girlfriend of mine if we could go to pride and she was like yeah i want to go but not with you so i've never been <sighs> Joe Rogan. <laughs> Who's the old shock jock with like the curly weird hair and the little glasses? Ron Stewart? Stern. Rob Stern. Rob. Uh, Howard Stern? Yeah. Yeah. I would have gotten there. Ron Swanson I, is um 
a character <laughs> is an icon. I also I went to Rob Lowe and then the Kardashian Rob. I think it, I think who I mean is Howard Stern. I thought he was I like think, a Howard I Stern you, kind of guy. You know, we went pee and we came back and it was just chaos. So you were talking about uh, queer and why queer is the best for you and why queer fits and makes the most sense. Um, sure. And so I think something that I would, I mean, as by the time this comes out, we'll only be, we'll have Are eight we days left. Are we not going to leave the kink conversation in? We will leave the kink conversation. Okay. I forgot we had already talked yeah, about it. Yeah, you started. Like, minutes. you already introed us. It, it happened two minutes ago. We, and were, it's in, already we were into kink. We were into kink. Um, well, okay. So what, what I wanted to talk about, because I did a little research, and I don't want my time to be, you know, spent and be lacking uh is the i mean the word pride in general or jesus christ um the word amen um the word queer in general as we've talked about uh many times go back to our early episodes when we talk about it uh no if you do do that we use a lot of um harsh language yeah check out the episode descriptions of those particular episodes i will link them below um, definitely go back and listen to them because they're some of the fucking best. Uh, but yeah, just they're interesting. Tread, tread I, believe, I think they're the game show episodes, the first edition. Part, if you're looking. Yeah. Uh, but we uh, read the descriptions before you yeah, listen. Terrific use of slurs in that one. Um, or alleged, <laughs> alleged slurs. Really the only way to describe it, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so the word queer is not, uh, there's, there's a lot of, um, I think, Folks will default to the use of queer because it is easier than a long-winded acronym. Queer is also seen as a catch-all exclusive term, but it is a term that is still used in the year of our Lord 2021 as a slur. It is used to attack queer people, especially young queer people. Uh, It is a term that a lot of LGBTQ community members have negative affiliations with. So I would say if you are listening to this podcast and working to make efforts to be more inclusive and considerate in your language, when you're talking about the community for Pride Month, maybe avoid queer. I would say it is worth the time and your character count to use the entire acronym because that is more considerate of the community as a whole even if your intentions are good using a sort of catch-all term like Haley like myself like many people we know queer is totally acceptable for us we use it for ourselves we use it for each other um for many many reasons like Haley is so adequately articulated like it is a word that performs so well for so many of us but not for all of us um so just be uh considerate when you're using the when you're using that word um just sort of be is queer is queer community not like cool anymore it's not that it's not cool it's that like a lot of teenagers on tumblr are like very extremely viscerally offended when you use the q slur the q slur so i would say if like like we've talked about with the use of the x and women um and those sorts of terminology like it's a it's uh well-intentioned from corporations or from big names. Yeah, but what about, like, from me? I mean, I think you can say whatever you want because you are thoughtful about your language and you... But, like, I mean, if I'm I'm describing my community as a member of that community, that's how I'm choosing to identify myself, and I'm talking about myself and other people who identify that way. I, I, I like... And I, I'm literally... This is occurring out loud. I'm thinking it out as I'm saying it. I don't mean to be, like attacking your good statement about me because I also agree with you and I don't want to I do care what the kids have to say and also suddenly for the first time care what I have to say Um, say because we it's the first time I'm not the kids which has been happening in a lot of different ways recently but like huh they're now I'm not the kids uh, and I do care what they have to say, but also, like, that's the word I want to use about me. So I think... And I also... I don't... Me... And I don't want to be exclusionary about it, uh, or offensive about it. That's upsetting to me. 
but like, oh, what now? I don't know. And like, you don't have to have an answer. I do have an answer though. uh, We're, we're document. I'm documenting my thought process here. No, I'm about it. I mean, I think first and foremost, you can and should use any word that you feel comfortable to describe yourself, period, hard stop. Anyone who gets in your face about how you use language to describe yourself and your relation to other people. I was, I was comfortable with it offending people who weren't us. Like I can offend straight people saying it. I don't want to exclude or hurt children who are trying to be a part of this larger community. I think the thing by identifying myself and like there's that doesn't it doesn't have to be so black and white. I'm just outlining my cognitive dissonance. So here. I think the problem is that these are a bunch of like literally 14 year olds on Tumblr who have never met another queer person in their lives and have never gone outside or gotten off their computer. So that's like a very ageist dismissal of these opinions which is like something I actually do genuinely feel I say it with some sort of sarcasm and jest but I do think these children need to go the fuck outside um but I I think that there there are valid reasons to dislike the word queer and I think there are valid reasons to dislike it if you have negative experiences with it and especially if some Bank of America level corporation is saying like we support queer people. Yeah, that makes me feel bad. Any I kind agree of consideration. With that. So I don't think that the teens on the internet would have a problem with you saying this is the word that I used to describe myself for these reasons, as you have explained and and detailed and have thought about for more than literally a second. And so I think that the challenge is when that word is being used to group a bunch of people together. I mean, this is exactly the same argument also that anti-trans people make about excluding trans people from the LGBTQ community. So, like, I understand that I'm sort of threading this needle in a way that benefits well, the, me and the, me only. But I, like, I think that if you the are... vagaries I was making... If you're a cis yeah. person, if you are a straight person talking about the lgbt community and your support of it then it is worth taking the time to consider your language to be thoughtful to make an educated choice about what words you're using and if you go with queer after consulting with queer people on your staff or whatever um reading queer writers and researchers and uh thoughtful people like then that is are corporations using queer now? That's what I think I'm missing. Is I'm yeah, I mean, I think that it's from... it's just it's becoming as people outside the LGBTQ community are seeing it reclaimed. That is giving people take that <laughs> whether they should or not. They're taking it as a pass to use that word as our community has hmm. reclaimed that word. And I think that's interesting. That's the difficult. I think I'm missing the the larger media part. That's of That's the difficult thing when there are so many people of a variety of ages who are still getting faced with queer as a slur. And so I think we've been very vocal and honest on this podcast about how it's a, a word we both love and appreciate because it it encompasses and overrides some of those like micro specific identifications that we don't feel as connected to as other things. And so, uh, like, I think it's, it is a powerful word for some and it is a, a powerfully negative word for others. And I just think it, it, all I was trying to articulate was a reminder for people to be thoughtful about the language that they're using, because what, when people aren't steeped in these ideas and these thoughts and these conversations like you and I are having and how, like, we have to, we can't, we can't live our lives outside of this. This is who we are and what we choose to engage in. We have a fucking podcast about it, right? So it's it's people who are making decisions thoughtlessly, who are using words that they think are right, that maybe are right in some contexts. But, you know, I would rather people who have good intentions, who are trying to be thoughtful and considerate like I'd rather those people be better safe than sorry and and to me I think using the acronym uh as opposed to queer community is a, is a safer play call in my opinion the the what I'm actually taking out of this the most is that as someone who used to be 14 and on the internet f- tr- 
in what I didn't know was a gay community at the Mm -hmm. time or because I didn't consider myself that way and I was watching other people learn that about themselves or and uh you know getting into older communities and things like that um people see what you say um and it makes an impact so I'm here for choosing your words as carefully and as considerately as possible and a lot of those people are children Mm -hmm. um and I and I know that this is coming up a lot now with the new the new internet bubble (laughs) but I know that there's a big deal that like what you and I had a lot of on Tumblr I don't know where it is now but like the gay teens um that when you are considering being a part of our community at large and I mean at the largest like I'm gonna use gay in the biggest broadest sweeping everybody all of us here Mm -hmm. together um like when you're just finding stuff out and you are exploring uh literally the definitions and people who identify as like oh different identities and different sections and subsections and like I can't even imagine how many more there are now than when I was doing it in like 2010 Mm -hmm. you know um, but, like, there's a lot of, in inclusion, and I was gesturing vaguely before, there's often a lot of exclusion. Yes. Like, I know I've referenced on here before, like, at times, and I'm not a part of um, the lesbian community anymore, um, however, like, when I would thought I was or was trying to be, yep. there was a lot of, like, well, if you're not exactly this, that, or that, you can't sit with yes. us. And we don't like you. Um, And I don't, like, I don't mean to speak to that at all now. That was the experience I had at the time. And I genuinely don't know what's going on. But, um, you know, uh, uh, TERFs was a big language coming up Mm -hmm. there that people were like, hey, you are inclusive, but you're also being extremely Mm -hmm. exclusive. Um, And there are literally children who are trying to figure their shit out and will see what you say and think it's the truth. Mm Um, and that's not to say that what some people are saying isn't the truth, but it's not everybody's truth. Um, and like, let's, what if we were like kind and considerate a little bit? And I think it would, that's, that's what I have to say on that. No. And I, I think that's a perfect place to kind of lead to our wrap up here. Cause I've, I think we've kind of covered there's like there's so much more to talk about. Um, that's yeah, we could keep going for a long and time. I, I, but I think I, that like conversations. That's something I think is really important. yeah. I think this would be a great opportunity for us to start planning a con- like conversations more. I would love to keep talking about representation because that's something I talk about in my straight person community all the time, um, and uh, sort of more like I would I would love to I would love to. Th- I could do an I could do a short at work follow up. I've been thinking about it lately. I would I would love for this to be our like kind of a jump start into some of these to some of these questions as a, a celebration of our our pride. Um, but I, I think yeah, I think this would be great to like listen back to in a couple of weeks and be like yeah, these are these are the eight. I feel like there are like eight to ten episodes coming out of these ideas, and this is like such a. I feel like this is a this. I'm excited. I'm I'm already thinking about how I'm going to edit this one and how it's going to sound. And I'm excited about um, what people are going to have to think and say when they listen to it. I'm I'm looking forward to this one coming out in a couple of weeks. And I think it will be a good, um, like, not a restart, but, like, the perfect start to year two of our show. I think this is, like, this is this is the start of season. This is the end of season one, you know? So we just have a yeah no I'm I'm excited about a it. couple cues to to wrap us up. Um, also, <laughs> I sent out a tweet earlier on my personal Twitter saying I was going to shout out Best Buy because they actually had a really like kind of legit pride message that I've been seeing. So if you'll indulge me in one second, so Best Buy can sponsor us. Um, but their post uh, very tasteful. Uh, celebration is born from struggle. The introduction of the Equality Act in Congress marks a step forward in the fight for LGBTQIA plus equality. But in inequity, that's a good one, inequity and violence still pose a threat, especially toward BIPOC transgender women. Uh, swipe up to see how Best Buy is supporting LGBTQIA plus community. So I love this statement because it actually really 
feels thoughtful. It's a little much. It's got a, it's a little too SEO buzzwordy for my opinion, but it, it definitely feels like they tried in a way that feels yeah. That's it, like I'm feels shocked. kind of that's real. The best. It feels real, and th- the the like literally, it's the thought that counts. Like there's effort. Yeah, there. it Somebody really it really tried. feels like that. And um, like you know, I don't, I wouldn't. This is not the statement that I would post if I were working for Best Buy. Hey, Best Buy. Um, let us consult for you. Um, well, anyway, I just I feel like there's there's so much shit and like, and what I appreciate is that when you actually swipe up and look at the links that Best Buy posted, it was like um, stories of LGBTQ teens like using technology to be creative, and it was like technology that Best Buy sponsored. I'm doing rock and roll hands. You guys, it can't was see. stories of LGBTQ employees at Best Buy talking about their stories and experiences as Best Buy employees. Queer at work, Best Buy. Queer at work, Best Buy. And a bunch of, like, other... I sort of got lost in the sauce while I was looking at it, but um, also some other, like, references and resources about their, like, their LGBTQ policies at their company. And I was, like... I was sort of going through it and like, like truly all jokes aside, I would not be shouting out fucking Best Buy on our podcast if I didn't really have this moment. And maybe the bar is literally so No, that's what I cannot, cannot tell you all how removed I am from media without, it is great, but like, I don't, I don't have a TV and I haven't for years and years and years. So I like, I don't see commercials. I do watch YouTube, but like, so I get some of that, but like, and Probably for a, a probably for a fucking month now. I'm off socials. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, wow, incredible, amazing. Didn't really make a difference. Just gone. Um, but uh, so like, I don't get a lot of that shit. And I said at the beginning that like, huh, I guess I missed all the pride stuff. And usually it just pisses it's me cool. off. And like, it's cool that you missed that. I'm I'm genuinely like that <laughs> shook by that though. Like that's cool and like i guess go best buy i guess go best buy you tried and you did well right and so it's like the bars the bar is so low but like to come that's so cool back where i started like a tweet from bmw usa being like yes pride and bmw and other regions of the world where it's not okay to be queer like no pride flag and so it's like compare compare that to best buy that's actually at least trying to like showcase the stories of queer youth like fuck yeah best buy okay like go off i guess like i don't know i it just it was sort of a refreshing break from quote unquote rainbow capitalism yeah yeah literally like the rainbow icon and nothing changed about your policies yeah and or act actual literal harm yeah and that's it's sort of we kind of got sidetracked with the you know talking about these corporations actually supporting politicians that support anti-queer legislation um, but but Arm. to me, it's like, I don't fucking care if you have a pride float and are throwing, you know, condoms out to the crowd because when that's very, like, cis gay men, <laughs> whatever. No cops at pride. That's, that's, a, that's a big old, yeah. I definitely want to talk to you about no cops at pride. Um, yeah, so it's like, I don't, I don't care. I don't care about your pride float. I care about your policies. I care. I care that Starbucks fucking in their healthcare uh includes gender affirmation surgery it's something Isn't that, that so starbucks cool? fucking covers like go off starbucks Let's and i go. like i notably know a lot of trans people who work at starbucks because of it fucking go off starbucks you know so it's like it's there shout out to my people who are crying in walk-ins every bing, day we bing, love you bing bing bong um i am one of you Hope you have a better day tomorrow. And I think what it what it comes down to is like I'll save I'll save my my LGBTQ acronym research for another day. We'll, I just we'll start. I texted you. I literally just texted you because you said you quoted a different acronym than you have been using, and I really think we could do a whole episode on the acronym. So save I it. think so too. Let's let's save it because I I think even if it's a short, I think we were like both not sewed. sure this episode was going to take this long. So I was like, no, neither let's was have I. Something. Let's have something else. So I and I appreciate and value your time. Like save it. No, so I think it's, it's perfect. Well, because it, it, so a teaser for episodes to come is uh, mm, the like sexy. other countries have additional letters I to accommodate that. like 
uh, other cult, like sort of ancient, not, I don't love the way that sounds, but um, sort of ancient and historical conceptions of additional genders or third genders. So there are other, other countries have different acronyms. Um, I sort of solicited a chat, uh, a, a chat group with friends who speak multiple languages, who have lived in multiple countries, who grew up in multiple countries about um, sort of so cultural differences. Yeah, like I, I sort of basically sent out a text being like, "Is LGBTQ a thing in other countries? Can anyone please speak to my pe- like my peasant knowledge of queerness?" Um, and I got some like really interesting and thoughtful feedback that I would love to kind of dictate and transcribe and kind of use as a jumping off point for more research. So like that, I that to me was really interesting because it, um, you know, I have a very. Uh, from a language perspective, we and then it kind of spurred my chat to talk about like in languages where nouns and verbs are specifically gendered and how that's the same or different in English and how it's like so it was just it kind of it, uh, got me thinking even just this very preliminary research about the the acronym. Um, I would say right now to kind of button up what I was saying earlier, like LGBTQIA plus is the move there are longer acronyms there are shorter acronyms but that one to me is uh the one that i would use in place of queer community lgbtqia plus just a recommendation for folks listening so cool so yes thank you for listening if you made it this far thank you for listening um i want to do a quick shout out to uh leah who just uh, has been doing amazing pottery work over the last, gosh, probably year or more, definitely year or more. Um, incredible pottery. I've got some some Leah originals in my apartment right now, which is incredibly uh, something I'm I honored to have. Um, so Leah has a brand new website. Buy their pottery on the internet. Now, see, now I'm going to do the thing. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, you should also um, I'm gonna link. look up Hell yeah, Leah. Support Leah first. Also, look up um, local queer small businesses yes, that are yes, nearer yes. to you. Buy, Affect your community. Buy your weird pride merch from places that matter. Not Your weird pride. Your weird pride. Not, not someone else's. Not places like Amazon. Buy small. Buy queer. Buy gay. Be gay. Buy people of color. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I wanted to try something out. Mm. Um, Sorry, I totally got off the rails there. Thank you for okay. bringing us back. Um, I want, I'm not going to forget. I worked really hard on it. Um, I wanted to try something out. I have been listening to uh, a podcast called Octavia's Parables by hosted by um, Adrian Mead Brown and Toshi Regan in which they discuss uh, Parable of the Sower and Parable of the Talents by Octavia Butler. It's incredibly cool. If you haven't read those books, they're some of my favorites and ha- are so wildly prescient for the times we live mm-hmm. in. Um, really cool science fiction um, written by a woman of color awesome amazing uh she's was uh was is dead now was uh gay also i think she was a lesbian octavia yeah, butler we love it yeah let's go baby um, happy pride octavia to the stars um but uh so they are uh discussing the books chapter by chapter with a, a current analysis which oh, is incredible cool. but they they end i'll send it to you it's really cool um they end each uh, sort of discussion with just these open-ended questions um, which I really like and like once in a while like if I say something and you feel like answering me like go ahead um, and like you guys can answer us if you want you don't have to but like think about it huh um, let's do some thinking we all like to be reflective we should be reflective I will I want to end with your questions so before if you have thoughts or feelings follow us on social media I will link the podcast. We're going to link the podcast. All the links to our social media is in the show notes. We work really hard on writing the show notes. I think I'm incredibly fucking funny, so you should read the show notes. Uh, duh. Uh, but find us there. Contact us there. 
Um, I swear to God, we will read every single thing you send us, even if it's lame. Um, and you better believe I'll tell you it's lame. Uh, so our final concluding thoughts. Uh, who is community for? How is that shared, agreed upon, maintained, and reevaluated in uh, your communities or communities you're a part of? Uh, by your choosing or otherwise. Who does identity serve? Mm. And at what scale? Mm. Um, do you have an identity that you're proud of? Yes. Uh, are you part of a community that you're proud of? Yes. Uh, do you feel that others are proud of your community? No. And does that matter? <laughs> and does that matter to you? No. Uh, and it doesn't have to be a yes or no either uh though i like please appreciate your input i'm just thinking like mm -hmm. i mean a lot of the times the answer is yes but or no but mm -hmm. or uh i don't think in yeses or nos often uh but just some things for us all to be thinking about and uh you know from me who doesn't feel a part of pride uh genuinely a happy pride to all of you who do Love you all. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Bye, babes. Bye.